0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Thursday, August 4th, 2022, and this is day 1598 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you, glorify you, and praise you. We give you all the gratitude, all of the acknowledgement there is none like you. I thank you for creating this day, um, this new day that we've never seen before. You created it just for us. Help us, Lord, to grab hold of everything that you have for us today and that we will embrace it, that we will go forth and fulfill our purpose according to thy will. I ask, Father, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick. And bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today. That it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very, very much for tuning in. Today's message is a journey of gratitude. hmm A journey of gratitude. We're all on this journey uh, here, um, as we uh, share the kingdom of God and add to the kingdom. Uh, and as we're doing so, we have a lot to be grateful for. We're going to be coming out of Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. Again, Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19. And we talked about this yesterday during our Life Talk. Uh, Bible study, and we talked about a gratitude journey through journaling and how important that is in our lives too. So I would encourage you uh, to begin that process as well. So let's go ahead and start. It says, now on this, now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village Ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And so by them standing off at a distance uh, was one of the requirements if you had leprosy. Because leprosy was highly contagious. There was no cure for it. And uh, the people uh, that had leprosy had to stay on the outskirts of the town. They could not stay in the community proper with everyone else, and when they were entering in uh to the city where there were people, they had to say, "Hey, unclean, unclean," and keep themselves covered." Uh, leprosy uh, affected um, the nerve endings uh, was one of the things that I read about about leprosy and how you know people would lose fingertips, their toes, tips of their noses. So these 10 were yelling out to Jesus, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, go show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. And so it was the law that you would go if you had any type of illness, sickness, uh, and sometimes uh, leprosy could go into remission. So they had to go before the priest and he would be the one that would declare people clean and worthy to go back into the community. So as you notice, as they were on their way, they were cleansed. So keep in mind, as God gives you something to do, uh, as you begin to do it, that's where the blessing comes as well. (laughs) Sometimes... We can put things off and never realize what God has for us. So they began to go and uh, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. You notice how they shouted out, have pity on us. Well, the same way in a loud voice, he came back to give praise to God. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. And he was a Samaritan. So you notice he, the same way he left, it was the same way he returned (laughs) uh, with uh, gratitude. And one thing was he was a Samaritan. So Samaritans were uh, highly disliked, uh, despised, and hated by the Jews because Samaritans were considered mixed breed they were mixed with Jew and other Greek or whatever the um, uh, mixture would have been. It was just they were not considered pure Jews. And so the Jews would go out of their way to even avoid a Samaritan town, uh, let alone a Samaritan. Uh, But Jesus, being a Jew, uh, and was no and is no respecter of persons uh, that is just downright racism prejudice all of that but that was going on even back then jesus said or jesus asked "Were not all 10 cleansed where are the other nine has no one returned to give praise to god except this foreigner then he said to him rise and go your faith has made you well. So he got more from Jesus. He learned why he was healed. He learned about faith. He got a deeper understanding. And when we take time out to praise God, to glorify him, you will be amazed what God will reveal to you during that process. Jesus himself recognized that Nine did not come back to say thank you. It is really important that we show gratitude. And when we show gratitude to one another, we're glorifying God in the process because we're now manifesting uh, the goodness and the love, I will say, that is within us that is from Jesus. So let's go to our points. Point number one. Have you ever been on your way to a particular place and noticed something amazing while en route? Like a beautiful park, a a neighborhood that you had never seen before, a quaint bakery or restaurant. I love little places like that. (laughs) A quiet stream, a pond. Whenever my husband sees a little pond or a little lake, I mean, he will get so excited because he loves fishing. <laughs> or a unique shopping experience many times we're in awe of what we've experienced, and the only thing we feel in our hearts are gratitude. I believe that's uh what the one man who had leprosy felt, although they were all healed while on their way to the priest. this one uh this one out of the tent was so grateful that he made the journey back to the Lord to say thank you, to glorify him. He fell at his feet and he praised him. That's so powerful. Point number two, God does not demand that we thank him, but he is pleased when we do so. And he uses our responsiveness to teach us more about himself. Think about it. How do you feel when you help someone and they don't even say thank you? It leaves a stench in your nostrils. It gives you a glimpse of the character of that person. I'll never forget, uh, and I've shared this story many times, but while at our church several years ago, um, my old church several years ago, we used to provide free breakfast for people that, you know, um, before church started and maybe they need to eat and just didn't have time or people, uh, that may have been, you know, um, walking, uh, the streets and decided, Hey, let me get something to eat. And, and so there would be a group of men that would come in every Sunday morning for a while. And, uh, you know, they had been out all night, seemed like, but, um, you know, based upon some of the things they said, and, and they were very, uh, uh, appreciative well one of them said while I was dishing up his food he said you know what ma'am I was gonna rob y'all <laughs> but I just can't do it because y'all are just too nice and I was just at that moment I was just speechless <laughs> all I could say is more eggs sir <laughs> but he was truly expressing his gratitude for the way he had been treated. And uh because most people uh tend to look down on other people that don't meet up to what they think or their perspective of what they think people should look like and the way they should dress and and we we made sure to not do that. Um it it was really interesting and then and then there were some people that would come in on Wednesday nights and we, again, had free dinner and uh, invited anyone from the neighborhood who wanted to come. And, you know, we didn't force uh, them to stay for Bible study. Uh, if they ate and they cho- chose to leave, we didn't say, oh, you have, you must stay. Uh, I know there were some churches doing that, that you can eat, but you must stay for Bible study. And I, I just felt like um, I wanted people to stay because they wanted to stay, because they wanted to hear the word. Jesus never forces himself upon anybody. And so if they wanted a meal, we were giving that meal from our hearts. Well, anyway, some of the people would come in and and uh, would be grateful. And then others would say things like, you don't have any mustard. You don't have any hot sauce. you don't, I mean, just like that, with that kind of a temperament, that type of attitude. And uh, it would just hurt. You know, you're... <laughs> You have uh, gone out, you taken a lot of your time, which you want to, but uh, getting things ready and then all you can concern yourself with or all that is what you don't have. You've got this nice meal. And and I mean, it would be different if you people asked in in a kind way. Hey, by any chance, do you have any hot sauce? No, no, no. It wasn't asked that way. And I mean, my mom would get so upset about that. And I understood. But uh, yeah, so there would be those that would be like the nine that would not say thank you, that were not grateful. Uh, began to be more grateful for all that the Lord has done for you. Uh, for what he has given you. For the people he has put in your life, good or bad. And for his abundant love for us. Uh, yeah, it is just uh, amazing what God has done for us. I'm going to go to 2 Corinthians. Let me get over to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 11 and 12. Let's see, see, Second Corinthians. Sorry, I I should have had my pages marked, but I don't. (laughs) So let me get there. Okay, I am now there. So Second Corinthians, chapter nine, verses eleven through twelve. And here's what it says. This is Paul speaking, and he says, "You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion, and through." Us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. This service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of the Lord's people, but is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. Ooh, glory to God. When we are serving others, we are showing uh you know the love of God. We are expressing thanks and gratitude to God isn't that something you know um i will never forget um the there was a the woman um that we there was this woman that the church uh, had blessed several years ago uh someone I met at a job and and uh noticed she was in need her her uh fiance had been put in jail or something he did not do um she was struggling her car broke down and uh she asked you know if she could get a ride and me and my husband would pick her up from home and take her um to work uh and it in there were sometimes we had to take her to drop her kids off at the daycare and then pick them up uh, i think she had two children but one of the things that stood out to me it was cold and while picking them up I noticed that the kids didn't have adequate um, coats. They had thin, like, little jackets. And uh, she was such a good mother and loving and caring, but she was struggling financially. And I I talked to my mom, who was a pastor, uh, about that, and the church had some funds. And so uh, I was able to... uh, I was given permission to go and get them coats and clothes and things like that and and give her some money uh, to get her children something for Christmas. And it was a blessing to be a blessing, you know. And she did something I had never seen before. Uh, Maybe about a week or two later, she came to the church on a Sunday morning And she walked in. She said, I'm not going to be able to stay, but I would like to say something if that's okay. And we said, sure. So she stood up in front of the congregation and she said, I want to give thanks. I want to thank you all uh, for the blessing that you bestowed upon me and my children, uh, giving us coats and the things we needed. And then she did something most unusual. She came up with an envelope and she put it in the tithing basket. She gave one-tenth of the blessing that was given to her. She paid tithes off of that. She said, thank you so much. And then she left. And I was just shocked because I had not ever seen anyone come back in that way. They may come back and say, thank you you know, which is great, Uh, but I'd not ever seen anyone come in and say, I'm going to pay tithes on what you gave me. That was just mind-blowing, and I'll never, ever forget it. It just, you know, it brings me joy every time I think about it. The other day while at uh, T-Zone waiting on my kids to come in, it was just a couple of days ago, Tuesday, because it was the day people were voting and uh the the place where we're at the multi-purpose center they also use it as a voting site and so people were coming and going and so it was this older gentleman uh and he he looked at me he said hot out here huh (laughs) he said is it too is it hot enough for you or something like that i said it is really hot he said but you i said but you know what it's okay i will not complain it could always be worse So he came over, and uh, I don't know, he just, I don't think he was waiting on a ride or anything. He just started chatting with me. Well, you know, he said, yeah, he said, people just don't understand uh, sometimes how good we really have it. And uh, he said, when I was growing up, we didn't have air conditioning. I hear people say, oh, my gosh, the air is out. What am I going to do? And I said, yeah, we've been conditioned now. (laughs) I said, we didn't grow up with air conditioning either. Uh, We just had fans and it was just stir around that hot air. You know, I said, but but we were okay. And then he started to share about his life as a child and uh, picking cotton. He shared about how it would be so hot. And he would be in the fields with uh, family members, and and you had to. He said you had to follow the leader, uh, that and keep up with them as you're picking cotton. And he said the the little pods that the cotton is in would cut up your fingers, and you know you'd have all these scars on your hands. And he said it would be blistering hot, and he and you had to do it from sunup to sundown. And he said, you know what? We only got paid 50 cents an hour. I said, what? He said, yes. And he just started just elaborating on the experience, what it was like. And uh, he said it was really something, but he said, it taught me a lot. And I'm really grateful for everything that I have. And uh, and everything that God blesses me with, he was a believer and He gave me his card because he said, what do you do? And I started telling him, and I said, maybe you can come and share with the kids one day and share that story or any of your stories, you know, that coming up and what you were have gone through and how that conditioned you to be even better and and grateful. He said, I'd love to, and gave me a card. And and that was just an experience that I'll never forget, that experience. It was a... I am so grateful to God uh, that he allowed our paths to cross. I encourage you to begin a journal of gratitude. Think about the people you're grateful for, things that you're grateful for, places you've been that you're grateful for, experiences. That was an experience for me Tuesday. And also a person that I'm grateful for, but that experience of feelings of gratitude. You're excited, joyful, whatever it is, write that down. Other stuff to be grateful for. You might be grateful for your pets or or food or certain things that you experience, uh, certain things that you have, that you've been blessed with. I shared last night, I am so grateful that God blessed us with a washer and dryer. <laughs> I can remember times loading things up and you know years ago going to the laundromat and all those things and you know i was i was grateful then but more even more grateful to not have to pack things up and leave the house and be able to just use my washer and dryer right here at home when it broke down one time i really realized how grateful i was for the washer and dryer <laughs> how about you what are you grateful for start your day off with a gratitude journal Writing it out to God, what you're grateful for. Maybe take a couple of minutes, five minutes, whatever you need. We need to show gratitude. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the greatest gift you can receive. And then thank the Lord for him, for him coming into your life. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That is the ultimate. And that is uh, so much to be grateful to God for. Because we will spend eternity with Jesus other than going to hell for eternity. That is something that we I can't express enough gratitude for that. man. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, jackieb boy uycks ministriesorg Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community with our precious youth. We have the great opportunity to teach them about life skills and workforce skills and entrepreneurship, how to start that business, and um, peer mediation, how to work out your own differences, and the awareness of human and sex trafficking. It is right in our faces, so understanding all those things.